Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you again for joining Wonder, Wonder, Repeat. This is Roy and Carol, and they are fellow YouTubers, and they also get to travel and see amazing places, and I can't wait to see where they've been, where they're at, and where they're going. Let's get into this. We're good. Doing great. Now that does not look like Arkansas there in the background. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Grand uh, Bridger Teton National Forest behind us. Right. Three point four million acres. And we'll we'll probably we'll probably do a tiny little walk here in just a minute, just so that we can kind of give you guys the view of the Grand Teton. Oh, I would love that. I've always, wanted, I've always wanted to go there. So are y'all just camped out there? Like, what's the deal? How did, Tell me who you are and what you're doing right now. So last year, or was it the year before? Um, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, Last year we sold our business. April the 30th. We leased our house time. out and moved into our Jeep. And we wow. did 20,000 miles last year through 14 states. And temperature started rising in Colorado, so I said, "Let's uh, let's go further north. We make it here to uh, just right outside of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Mm. We were just campers, and we relieved the guy that was here. And then they called us again this year and asked if we'd come back. And we're like, free land in the Bridger Tetons? Looking at the Tetons? Absolutely. Here we yeah. are.'" <laughs> So y'all are camp hosting there at a campground. Correct. Correct. How do you even land a gig like that? Do you just show up and be like, hey? Well, it, was quite, <laughs> it was quite unique. Glad you asked. Um, so last year, whenever we pulled out full time, uh, we basically were spending about three to five days in each location. And we spent the, basically we spent the entire month of May last year just exploring all over Colorado, a couple places in Utah, and then also uh, the northern New Mexico area when we left Texas. But uh, we it started getting a little bit warmer. And so I said, you know, I've never been to Wyoming. Let's head that direction. And so we just kind of, you know, detoured the path. And we ended up here in the Jackson Hole area. And with city ordinances that they have here, they're really you know, close knit when it comes to like dispersed type camping. Yeah. The whole County. You're right. Yeah. They're very strict. I mean, it's like if you get caught car camping, it's like a $500 fine. Mm. So you have to be in a designated campsite, even okay. though they do have, they have dispersed free camping sites that are primitive, but you have to be in like a designated spot. You can't just, you know, troll up yeah. and pop out your gotcha. stuff and go. And, you know, down in the city, you know, the too many millionaires, too many millionaires and billionaires don't want to see people just, you know, hitting the supermarkets, parking lots and things like that. So it's a no go. Yeah. 
So we decided real quick, we're not even going to chance it. So we came up here to this really quaint um, campground. It's uh, Curtis Canyon inside of the National Elk Refuge. And it's only got 11 sites. And we were actually camping. And the host that was here um, had, I guess he realized that we weren't vacationers. We were actually, you know, this was like our lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. he said, you know, I'm actually not going to be able to stay the entire season because I have to go back for work and I'm on the hunt to find somebody to take over. And he's like, I'll let you finish. I was like, no, not really. We appreciate it. We just retired, but thank you. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. And, yeah, first, because yeah. we were like, well, we don't want to stay in one spot, you know, for like more than, you know, in our mind, we were like three to five days. And then, yeah. You know, we were here for three days and then it started sinking in as we started thinking, you know, it's very expensive here, but there is so many things to actually go and explore and do in this vicinity of Wyoming and over even in Idaho and just a lot. And um, it's a a very central location. Yes. And it's very, very expensive. In fact, Jackson Hole is the most expensive city in America. They surpassed Manhattan few years back and uh yeah yeah and housing is a crisis here because affordable housing is not available i mean a one bedroom apartment is like forty four hundred dollars a month about 300 square feet and there are like 10 12 people that'll split it just to work because you can make a lot of money per hour but the per hour rate that you make here doesn't allow you to have a cost of living exactly and so anyhow we started thinking you know hey we'll, we'll get to stay here for free and but, you know the site would be free to us there's a you know a little bit of perks to being a host and uh we don't have to worry about where we're going to stay and so it's just worked out wonderful yeah. and then yeah. they called us back uh earlier this year and asked us if we would take over um or do the full season this season and we jumped right on it i would too girl i learned something from wade may um a while back i had him on the podcast he's with gaia off-road um he does Mm -hmm. their podcast and he said a lot of times we miss the moment just by just by dismissing it just immediately but for Mm y'all to just sit there and just think you know what this this could be something that we do and we get to see other areas I would I would jump on that in a minute because you've got a lifetime to see things, but you can explore yeah. this area. Yes. You know? And the nice thing about it is, you know, I mean, we have kids back home. I mean, we've got six grandkids and last year, you know, it was too short notice, but this year, you know, some of them are going to come up and stay, you know, a week. And, and so it's going to be nice to be able to, you know, bring them into an environment because, you know, they're grown with their own kids and, and they don't have to pay for the cost That's of incredible. somewhere. So it's just like a win-win. It's now the gas mileage. <laughs> you you got a point there, sister. It's nice a trailer to set up base camp and you can go any direction. And yeah. I mean, there's so many things, so many trails around here. It's unreal. Wow. I, I know we've always wanted to go to Wyoming. We want to go to Montana, 
those are places we definitely want to hit. And Jackson Hole, you just see so many beautiful pictures on all the social medias of Jackson Hole. And that's just <coughs> it's definitely some place that we want to check out. Troy has a question for you. He says, do you get to leave camp very often as a camp host? Yes. Yeah, it, I mean, if I want, I could leave more than I do. But I, I choose not to because I, I like being up here. Mm -hmm. So I usually leave twice a week. I'll go down off the mountain. Yeah, he, he he's a minimum. Week. Yeah, minimum of two days. He's got to go and explore and do things with yeah. me. But I go pretty much out and about almost every day. Oh, I don't want to say every day. You know, there's times where I just want to chill at yeah. camp or, you know, there's trails here and, yeah. and things like that. So, um, yes, I, I get I get a lot more freedom when it comes to that. But for him, he just... Um, I like it up here. There's less tourists. He has to be here at least five days, but we could go two days somewhere and even not return during the night, yeah. you know. So, I mean, two days out of a week and you're there until when, when are you leaving there? September 15th. And you've been there since when? May 8th. Two days out of a week for that long of a time is a lot of time. So, yeah. But it's peaceful up here. Yes, it is. Except for the ATVs. Let's not yeah, talk so, about yeah, that. Sometimes ATVs are be crazy. <laughs> I think those drive us crazy everywhere we go, though, right? <laughs> well, you know, it's like we're the forest fairies. So when they want to do crazy stuff, we kind of have to intervene, you know. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of the step before law enforcement gets involved yeah. or forest service. So. Now, does that does that make it a little bit difficult for you guys? Like, I, I I know signing up to be a camp host, you're like, oh, I get to stay here, I get to have the perks, I get to see all the amazing places. But then you also have the responsibility of like keeping things in check too. Is yeah, that no, it, falls, it falls great within both of our personalities. You know? <laughs> I mean, he's like he, he he's great in a lot of senses of he's not going to allow the ATVs to come into the campground. They're not allowed. He'll He'll stop them, you know, as they're trying to even come through the gate, even though there's signage there that says no ATVs. Um, and he's people can't read through New York. Exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, amazing, like, for, instance, for instance, people that come in during the night while we're asleep and then we wake up and we see, oh, well, you know, they that car wasn't here when we left last night. And or there's now two cars in this campsite and somebody's just pulled up and just car camped inside yeah. of a campsite somebody else paid for um yeah no i'm the one that's knocking <laughs> camp post i mean it's morning like someone rolling into the neighborhood and parking yeah. in your driveway exactly yeah. um i don't have you registered to be here Can you? <laughs> people are like, i don't know who they are yeah and all, i know i know whenever we stayed at Padre island national seashore we kind of did that kind of thing where we stayed at a campground there was a camp post and that's actually where we learned about camp hosting. We hadn't heard, I hadn't heard about that before, but um, yeah, he was very diligent about letting us know the quiet hours, letting us like, he came and said, hi, he checked out who we were. Um, but yeah, people will come in there and they'll just try to take advantage. And it's, it's yeah. definitely like your place. So I totally get yeah. that. You Short row. Uh, Gabby I mean, Petito. What'd you say? The Gabby you Petito. Gabby. Oh yeah. Yeah. They stayed at our she camp. They both tonight. stayed here. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's way cool. Yeah. That's way cool. So were y'all trying to make your way anywhere this time? I know y'all were wanting to go to Yellowstone, I believe. And we, it's open now. Um okay. so the south south entrance is open. We'll we'll go uh there on the fifth. My son 
and uh, daughter-in-law and, and grandson, youngest grandson, will be headed up here this weekend. So we're going to go on the 5th because the odd day is what works with our license plates. The south loop is open. <laughs> okay. In two weeks, they're going to open the north loop. Okay. So you'll have pretty much full access to the whole park. You just mm -hmm. won't be able to go out through Gardner, Montana. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that still a lot of the damage on the road there? It's yeah. further on. Most of the damage was actually in Montana. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it, the news has been very uh, deceiving. So. Well, yeah. yeah, everybody's wanting to make a story about something. Right. So, I mean, it would probably be nice if it was closed for a year or two just to let the land heal. But mm -hmm. Jackson, Cody, Wyoming, West Yellowstone, they rely on the income that the tourism. Sure. Yeah. So they were yeah. around the clock trying to figure out something. Yeah. I mean, I bet that tourism income is probably going to be what helps fix the roads again. So I totally get that. Mm -hmm. All right. So tell us a little bit about your setup out there. I know you have a Jeep. It's a pretty mm -hmm. cool Jeep. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us what kind of Jeep you have and your whole setup here. It's a 2015 uh, Rubicon. Okay. Two and a half inch lift on it. And we have a new trailer this year. It's built off the M416, the military. Uh, World War style. Yep, that's it. Okay. Yep, that's it. And uh, we have an easy on tent on top. And uh, the roof rack you see in that picture, we took that off after going to Moore because okay. our fuel mileage was like eight miles a gallon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we went a different route with a different roof rack. I call it the soccer mom roof racks. Can you see them? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I have it. I know I have other. That was one from last year when we were headed uh, up to the that's UP. In, that's in southern uh -huh. uh, Illinois. Illinois is where that picture came from. Yeah. Where yeah, is this in, in Illinois? Because that's beautiful. That is right off the road. Yeah. I can't really? Exact location. It's in far south southern Illinois. And then okay. it's like right on the Missouri or Arkansas, Missouri area, right in that. I don't gotcha. know the location on top of my head, but that's really cool. Something something cave. Yeah. We stopped there and had uh lunch, I think. Just what it yeah. was. You gotta be careful in that area because Horse apples will fall from the tree and nearly knock you out. Oh, yeah. yeah People got knocked out. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that would be horrible. <laughs> and we do have an Iron Man 4x4 uh, awning that uh -huh. is on the driver's side with the enclosure room. Okay. So when we're doing our three to five day locations, that's kind of, you know, we open up that room and kind of make that the kitchen area and things. Uh, yeah. But being here, uh, camp hosting for as long as we did, we we, we invested in a clamshell uh, yurt type thing so that we have a little bit bigger space for um, kitchen and yeah, the things. Exactly. Yeah. The other one is an eight by five. This one is 12 by 12. So, oh, okay. so yeah, this is, those matter, especially whenever <laughs> you're like, out remote like that. Yeah, when you live like we do, every inch counts. So. Exactly, exactly. So, Carol, you mentioned that you go out sometimes a lot whenever Roy stays back. 
Uh-huh. Do you, so do you go with anybody or do you go by yourself? No, I go by myself. Um, but there are people, there's a lot of hikers in this area. So, okay. um, uh, it's been kind of a, a nice little side thing, even people coming into the campground, you know, because the, the hikes are so long, especially over on the Tetons, you know, it's like you have to go over into Idaho almost to start. And then by the time you finish, you, you don't have a car. So a lot of them will park their cars at the end of the hike area. And then they're like, Hey, I'll pay you, you know, if you'll take me to the beginning, drive me to the beginning. So um, it, that's been a little nice, uh, you know, incentive too, you know, because you, you get people paying 40, 50 bucks just to be taken to a trailhead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's... And I'm like, sure. No problem. But, you know, <laughs> I, go, I go down and, you know, just do chores, you know, go to the post office, pick up a few things. And then I do, I, I go out and sightsee and I film as much wildlife because that's that's what grabs me i've gotten some amazing she wildlife. Caught a video that yesterday of like national geographic material oh well i can't wait to see that regina um brad cowitz um wife says that is gorgeous illinois really who knew because <laughs> who would who would know that about illinois um jk bronco yeah. adventure says beautiful area southern illinois need to check out the shawnee national park mm, there's so good. many places that was the name of it. The sun, oh, yeah. That, it's, it's in, I believe that's what I it think it, it's either right there in the Shawnee National Park area or as, you know, near, very close nearby. Because I know we were transitioning going a route to uh, the upper UP and we were kind of slowly going that way. Gotcha. And so we saw that spot. No, no, and no, I that thought, was on our way back. Like we across the Dakotas to the UP. Oh, you're right. You're right. We were on our way to yeah. Texas. We, we were just left. Yeah, uh, Okay, it was last year. It's been a few while. He's, I, I can't keep up with I can't keep he, up either. Yeah, he's the one that does all the routes and all that. That's mm -mm. <laughs> Adam Hummer and Ajit says, I've been that way a couple of times. It's wild how the lakes are so large, they look like the ocean. But yeah, definitely not impressed with Chicago. <laughs> no, yeah. definitely not. Well, we stayed completely away from that area. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for sure. So you said that you, a couple of years ago, year and a half, y'all sold everything, decided to live out of your Jeep, travel. What made you decide to do that? Was it just you want to get out and explore? You're tired of the nine to five? All of the things? <laughs> Well, um, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of all of it combined. I mean, I, I actually, this is my second retirement. I retired from corporate America in 2010. Okay. And um, I, you know, I, I was really focused on taking care of my dad at the time. He had a massive stroke and it took out the left side. So I was like, you know, taking care of him constantly yeah. with his needs and, and all that. And whenever he passed, I went into like this. Uh, grieving phase, but I went from having so much to do every day to just take care of him that I had all this time on my hands and I became very, um, I don't know, agitated or, you know, just trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And I wasn't paying attention to it. I was actually, you know, my therapist went and said, uh, you know, Every time you tell me a little bit about your day, it's like you're constantly cleaning. 
And I said, well, yeah, I mean, I get up and this is what I do. And she, eventually she goes, how many times do you clean your ceiling fan? And I said, well, there was no paint left on it. I, I do it every day. And she goes, oh, no, honey, you need to go ask a friend if you can go clean their house. So you have really something to clean because that's obviously what's your therapy. And uh, so I went and, and I did that for a friend and that ended up turning into a residential and commercial cleaning business that oh, wow. grew into like six figures. And then, you know, I, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm back starting to feel like I'm back into like a corporate structure again, yeah. you know, with having to have so many, you know, staff members and all this Jobs, yeah. that I took, I told him, you know, why don't you, I, I got him out of his career, which was a uh, heavy equipment tow operator over the road type uh, driving duty towing. Okay. And I got him, uh, you know, to help me with basically my business, knowing that our ultimate plan was to retire and do it right this time. Mm -hmm. And so we really just the last, three months, three to four months of owning the business. I gave all my clients like a, a 90 day notice and that I was transitioning out and we just really stayed focused on purging things and buying all the things that we would need while we had the revenue because, or want, or want yep. Um, so it's good to know that you still buy things that you want. So it's good to know yeah, that. You know, we bought all the things that, you know, are the most expensive items before we, you know, retired because we knew we needed to kind of put ourselves in a, a structured yeah. monthly budget. So, you know, um, it just worked out that way. And I have traveled for work for many years and the disadvantage is that you don't get to learn and she, explore the culture. She flew over all the places. Yeah. Yeah. And me, I drove by and I couldn't stop. So. Yeah. Right. I told her one day, I said, we're going to have to make this different. We're going to have to do it a little bit different. And within three or four months, we threw all this together. And Gaia was a really a nightmare for me. And I watched a match video like 30 times over and over. <laughs> I live with him and it's still a nightmare to me. So I get <laughs> Once you figure it out, it's not bad. It's actually good. But And I've, I've, I've trip planned all my life in big trucks. But when you go from interstates to forest yeah. and BLM roads, completely different. So, oh, yeah. but thanks to Matt's video, made it so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> now we really uh, try to entrench ourselves in the areas that we go in and learn about the areas. We're museum junkies. Yep. Museum junkies, history, culture, you know, yeah. give it all to us. I love that. I always say if you leave a place, without feeling like you're leaving a party of a, it of yourself, you know, there, then you didn't actually become a part of the place that you were at. I'm, really I'm all about being able to immerse myself in the culture, whether it's eating something local, finding out the what the locals do. Don't do like the chains. Don't go and like, exactly. I mean, some of those have, you know, you want to check that off, whatever, do that once, but Dig a little deeper and you'll get to find a lot of the heart mm -hmm. in the place that you travel. Exactly right. Yeah. So where are some of the places that you've been besides the Grand Tetons? Where have, I know you've been on the road for a few years now. So 
Goodness. We did last year. We did a lighthouse tour around the Upper UP. Oh, and I need to know your lighthouse tour route because I want to go to lighthouses. I could send it to you. Yeah, we could definitely um, do that. I, I Just know in advance that there are a bunch of them that are now privately yeah. owned. So you yeah. will not be able to actually access them. You'll be able to see them. It's a good thing about a drone. You can get good videos of them. Right. <laughs> but there are some amazing ones that you can oh, go ahead and yeah. climb all the way to the top. Yeah. Incredible. And, yeah, it's just yeah. And we did over 450 miles in the UP on nothing but uh, trails. Yeah. Uh, UP trail system. There's an app. Yeah. It, it was amazing. We're going yeah. to go to the Keweenaw. Um, no, I over oh, the core. It's core. Keweenaw. Really mean something. I'm probably butchering that. Cindy Pope, I love you, and I'm sorry. She puts yeah. on that fantastic event up there, and I cannot wait to go. This is my first year. Isn't it near Car Copper Harbor where they have yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite town in yeah. the whole state. Yeah, favorite I'm town. super pumped. I mean, when you go to the UP, you just, like, immediately step back in time about 20 years. It's what you feel like. I do. Yeah. That's so cool. I was at the gas pump last year. And, and the fall is I my favorite time. I was waiting for her to prepay. Yeah. Well, the guy walks up behind me and said, say, man. You can go ahead and pump. We still trust you up here. <laughs> and and the pumps are not That's like terrible. the pumps that we have here. Here, I mean, the pumps is pull, you pull up and you lever. flip the lever oh. and you the dials that roll. Yeah. Yeah, that's old school. Yes. Yeah, it would probably take me a minute. I'm like, where do I put my card? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we loved it up there. Loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, we, did, we did some touristy things, but we got very, very in, then, intimate with the UP. Yeah, we went to any lighthouse museum. Uh, we took a boat ride. Yep. Mackinac Island. Yeah, we did Mackinac Island, which is the real touristy thing to do. But if you've never been, it's definitely um, worth going. I mean, it's yeah, the yeah. only place left where there's no automobiles yeah. allowed. The fire department and. Uh, what is it called again? Mackinac Island. It's the only city in the United States that doesn't allow vehicles. Yeah. So you take a boat to get there. You take a boat across. A ferry boat, yeah. You can either ride horses, you can go rent a horse, you can rent a bicycle, or you can walk. It's your choice. How big yeah. is this island? It's it's pretty big. Pretty good size. Yeah. Bob Seeger lives over. Bob yeah. Seeger has a uh, vacation. Beautiful home. houses there. Beautiful houses. Who would know? And then, you know, of course, you can't forget Drummond Island. You can take the little oh, yeah, ferry, the ferry over there, there, and yeah. there is lots of trails. That you can get badges for there. Jeep badge on a trail. <laughs> That'd be way cool. Yeah. And it's only like 20 bucks round trip on the ferry. Can you, do you put, this may be a really dumb question, but do you put your vehicle on the ferry? Like, or yes. You, yes. Okay. You, you call, I, I called them, and I measured the Jeep from the front of the winch. Because they, I mean, centimeters. They, they charge by the end. Everything. So from <laughs> gotcha. the winch to the back of the trailer. And okay. that, then it was, uh, it was like, I think it was 20 bucks last year. Yeah. yeah. It was round trip. And you go over, stay as long as you want. Then come back. Down. Mm -hmm. I'm grabbing my pen. Um, then we went to the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we did our, our last year. Our trip, our trip journey was like just shy of twenty thousand miles, yeah. Dang. and sixteen states. I think it was fourteen or sixteen. I think it was sixteen states. Okay. And so far this year, we just have you know done 
you know, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming. But when we leave here in September, we've got some things that we're going to go see. We're going to go to where Custer was killed in Montana. Okay. Then cut across. I used, I was raised in Darby, Montana. Okay. Which is where they film Yellowstone. Oh, I'm familiar. I'm a Yellowstone fan. South of where they filmed that at the Chief Joseph Ranch. And my school was half a mile north of there. Then from there, we're going to cut across over to Kuskia, Idaho, where I used to live in the Nespres Indian Reservation. We're fixing to go through Idaho. Yeah, we're, there's this trail that we're going to take. Um, it's the old Lewis and Clark Trail. Okay. It's 117 miles, but it's like a 27-hour drive. Oh, wow. Fourth road. Get to Lewiston. That's where I was born. Um, show her around there. And I have 1,200 miles routed on Forest Road, BLM, all the way to Arizona. Mm, so. Yeah. Arizona so really surprised me whenever we went, you know, when we went, we just went to Expo, you know, West, but we did, I can't even, Schnebly Hill Road um, that takes you down into Sedona. That's the Jeep badge there, you know, so we just wanted to do that. But there's also like trails that take you up the, the mountains that are there near um, where we were staying. Um, but there's so many places. And Arizona, the Overlanders of Arizona, Arizona Overlanders, I don't know what the name of them, but we're going to go back and we're going to have her lead us around because she, yeah, it's Arizona Overlanders on Instagram. But they have um, a group there that goes out and do, does all of the amazing trips there in Arizona. And we want to go back. Mm-hmm. Sedona is on our bucket list. Yeah. We were. Please. Can yep. do it? Yep. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's needing some change for a site. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. We, were, we both well, said, you know, if we get if we get through the whole live without an interruption, it, it'll be amazing. But no, it's that's what you're doing. It's your job right now. That's so right. Totally that's right. It. Absolutely. <laughs> Lee Gibson just said dumb life just did a vlog on that island. So now I'm going to have to go watch yeah, dumb life. Yeah, island, yes. Um, and we do have a uh, video of our uh, UP tour. Okay. It's actually two, part, it's actually two parts on our okay. uh, YouTube channel um, of the entire, because we spent an entire month up there. And gotcha. so we, we pretty much just kind of did a recap of it before we headed out this year. So those, those are there and it's got some stuff on Mackinac Island there. Gotcha. So when did you create your YouTube channel? Well, um, we've had the YouTube channel since last year. Um, but we didn't, you know, we were pretty much just Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok kind of thing. (laughs) Everybody was like, you need to do, you know, it's, it's crazy all these things that you're showing us you know you need to put it on youtube do youtube and so finally we decided okay when we go out this time we're gonna we're gonna do it and we're gonna just upload a a video a week we're not gonna be like no that's where you gotta start ourselves that we can't you know because some people are trying to put stuff out there every day every other day and i couldn't imagine the work, the work. work that's involved <laughs> yes. in it is so um, time-consuming. How hard it is editing. Yes. And I want to, I'm retired. I want to enjoy what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's totally, totally it's grown, It has grown great. I mean, you know, in the 
couple months that we've had YouTube, we're, you know. We just want it to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. yeah. Matt made a video a month or two ago about do it because you want to. Yeah. Don't do it with, with huge expectations. Yeah. And for us, it's just to be able to share our journey with our yes. friends and family. And that's exactly where Matt started. He wanted to be able to share it with his friends and his family and, you know, people that aren't close to see the places that he, he went to. Even Brad from Trail Recon, like his first video, like we had dinner with them whenever we were at Expo West and like his son shot the video and decided to post it. And then he was just like getting a lot of feedback. And I think that's just, you, you have to enjoy what you're doing and you mm-hmm. can't let it take apart from what you're doing. Otherwise yeah. it becomes a job and you're back in the corporate lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Really? I don't want anything to feel like a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this firewood back here. That was a job. <laughs> yeah. That's that just- is- that's to keep our solo stove going through through September. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't come with a camp host gig. It did, it wasn't just there. No, no. I go up and cut it, bring it down, and split it. And everything. Girl, you dreaming now? I wish. Yeah. No. Regina said, "Yep, Cherry Corn started as a family video diary. That's all it there was." Yeah, that's right. It, gets, it just starts it, from something, and it just kind of yeah, it, yes. I mean, it evolves. Yeah, yeah, and the more authentic. Like right now, the way you're seeing things, I think you could never go back. Like we go to Colorado every year. We go to Colorado or Utah. We flip it um, each year and sometimes we go to both. But um, you never get that first initial. It's kind of like, you know, you're, when you first meet somebody that that you yeah. get from them, you get, you know. And so you never get that. You need to record whenever you see something. Yes. Yeah. It's that first impression that you get from the mountains. Like I never will forget whenever we came in through um, Red River, New Mexico, when we saw the mountains, you know, out in Colorado, just kind of like in their horizon. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just like, wow, those are cool. They didn't look that big. But then we started going in and you're like, you're just overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's just those things like right now that y'all are seeing for the first time. It's incredible. Okay, so um, as we talk, we're going to journey a little bit this way. We want to give you guys a little bit of view of that uh, Grand Teton. So before we kind of went a little bit walkie-talkie on you. What they change or? Nah. Oh, and while you're walking, I'm going to ask you. So Justin Williams, Roy and Carol, are y'all making the trek to rendezvous in October? Uh, rendezvous in October. As, as long as he's making some, uh, as long as he's making some jambalaya we'll and some boudin, I am there. So I don't we were there be- last year and we didn't get any jambalaya or boudin. Well, well we got it at more. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Guess who was also at more, Justin Williams? I'm calling you out. Bring me some boudin and jambalaya. Thank you. Have a good <laughs> and day. he had some pastelaya too. <laughs> and I'm telling you. It was some good stuff. He's I mean, hands down. But yes, we do there. Yeah. Adam, Adam says, don't drop us. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just, I just, I keep having to look down though, because I don't like, to, I don't like to uh, hit a sagebrush bush because that's the indigenous plant for this area. So um, I'm just amazed that y'all have service right now. And I just want to shout well, out to that. We got lucky. <laughs> 
we have AT&T and the president of AT&T like has a home here. Oh, so. Yeah. If he's going to uh, be here, you know he's going to have service. Yeah. So you said that you also have a WeBoost, though, right? Yes, over the road WeBoost. Um, and it's amazing. We had an analog one last year that was not so great. Yeah. I think we want to get, whenever we go on the road full time, we want to get Starlink. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, oh, roaming. Yeah. Roaming, uh, hobo. He, he just came and spent. A day with us yesterday because he was picking a Starlink up today at the post office before heading back up to Yellowstone. Yeah. And uh, we were just looking into it and we we're like, yeah, you know, that's sounds like a pretty good program. That's a way of the future right there. If you can get everybody that's in corporate America a Starlink. To have service in office anymore. Yeah, it's just going to take a few more steps for me to get a right position. <laughs> We may have the Jackson Hole Paragliding Club up here. But. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Once or twice a week, they come up here to paraglide. Yeah, they're good. They are. Oh, we're we'll going to see paragliders? We might. Yeah. Actually, wait. Let's yeah, see. There's one right there. Right there. Uh, let's see. Oh, well. You see him? Yep. We have grizzlies, too. I and can't. Lions. I need to put my sunglasses on because I can't see from the glass. So now I can see what I'm showing you because it's going off of our front camera. So tell me again. Um, I have a friend, um, Travis Branham. What campground are you at again? You said it was where? Uh, Curtis Canyon. Curtis campground Canyon. Inside of the Bridger Teton National Forest. And it is also on the upside of the National Elk Refuge. And I don't know how in the world this guy brought this huge bus up here. Because this road is really bad. Look at that. Oh, wow. Well, I'm not surprised. Where there's a wheel, there's a way. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a pretty rough road. And he's towing a truck behind it, too. Oh, Justin said he did offer us to have jambalaya and boot in, but we had dinner plans. Well, you didn't offer it to me. You got me craving it. Don't ask Matt. Always ask me. <laughs> Okay, you're kind of pixelated. Oh, wow. Okay, let me get... I feel like you're just going to walk off the edge of a cliff. No, I'm walking up it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first this show that I ever had where I feel like I went on a hike. Hey. I try to do 6,000 steps a day. As ga is gas bothering y'all while y'all travel all the time? The gas prices? Not so, not so much because we're here stationary for much longer than we would ordinarily or typically be. But yeah, it's, it's a little pricey. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can see why they paraglide there. Yeah. Wow. And that's just your backyard. Yes. That's so cool. So how far away are you from um, the Grand Tetons? 
that right there that you're seeing. Let me see. I can't see clear. That right there is the Grand Tetons. Oh. Okay. So all, that's what I'm showing you. That whole mountain range right there. Wow. And the sun is about to set behind it, and that's whenever you get perfect pictures. Oh, I bet. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here in the 90-degree weather in Arkansas. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you the temperature here because I might get a little jealous. You already did before the show. <laughs> you said it no, was 30s. You said 30s at night, and then what was it during the day? Like 60s, 70s. Now, if you're down in the city, it can get into the, uh, right now, probably upper 70s, 80s, uh, low 80s. Yeah, Troy's, Troy must have looked it up. He said it's 81. Yeah, down in the city. We're at about 7,200 elevation. Okay. So, um, there's a significant difference between <laughs> here and there. There's about 15, 20 degrees. Contingency Overland said he's about to quit my job and cash in on his retirement. <laughs> Do it. Do it while. And while you're able to enjoy it, because that's yeah. the whole thing. You know, whenever first retirement didn't go right, and then I started thinking, man, I'm not physically going to be able to yeah. do the things that I want to do if I don't hurry up and do them. So, yeah. Yeah. Roy's back. Okay. Somebody Roy, this back is an awesome team. view. <laughs> this is that an amazing view. 7,500 head of elk migrate here through the winter to survive. Yep. Really? And they're safe from everybody. It's okay. 24,560. Yeah, and the elk refuge, you can't hunt them. But you can come up to Bridger Teton National Forest, which is above the refuge. And if, you know, they want to migrate this way, they're, yeah. But that's, that's all, all that flat land down there is for the elk. 24,560 acres. There you go. Dang. That's so beautiful. It's pretty and green. My, my mom actually is watching. She um, wants to know, do you get any rain? Like, is there a lot we, of rain there? We get, in in this area of Wyoming, is there wet season? Okay. I mean, six days ago, we had snow, so. That's um, weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've had, the day after, it literally held six times in one day. Mm-hmm. Dang. So, and the temperature where we're at here will be six to 10 degrees cooler than it is down there. More like 15. Yeah, just because of the elevation. And the yeah. concrete. So. Yeah, anytime we're in, we go to Moab, Utah, we always stay up, we go up high, stay out of town. <laughs> we learned our lesson yeah, last year lesson on that. Last year. <laughs> Did y'all stay in, in town? No, we um, we went to the trail that takes you into the, the park, the off-road way. Yep, yep. And when we came out, it was so freaking hot, and I told her there's no way we got to be able to do this. So we went south, 35 miles to something south, Sinai or something. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. a mountain south of there, the tip to drop 35 mm -hmm. degrees. So. Yeah, he does all of the mapping on where we go, so don't ask me. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. Oh, there's a paraglider right over there. Let's see if I can figure out. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. They're probably coming over here to land. Because this is about where they'll take off up there and come over here. They'll, they'll walk up this trail right there. 
Okay. And up on top, there's a flat spot. So depending on whether it's here or up there, depending on the wind, is where they take off at. Yeah, that's way cool. And if you look right here, let me see where my finger is. It's about right there. That's the only airport inside a national park. Oh, wow. In, in the United States. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson's airport is inside the Grand Teton National Park. And it's the only one in the United States that way. That's way cool. There's so many little facts that y'all know that y'all pick up while you're on the road. Well, when I'm doing things, I study the area and learn it. That's yeah, we do. And, you know, being in town so much, I started, you know, because there, there is, you can tell even at camp, in camping, you know, there's so many people that come out here because they work in town and they're just trying to find a place to sleep because you cannot afford to live in this area. I mean, the ca the cashiers and say, you know, just like grocery store cashiers or convenience store cashiers, they all make a minimum of $25 an hour, but the cost wow. of living is so high that the companies also have to provide them dormitory housing, but there's only so much. Oh, well, there's four. Where is that? I don't know if you can see that. Let's see. Oh yeah, I can now. Oh. Um, but the dormitory, dormitory style house, housing, they only have so much available. And obviously the employees that don't uh, get the housing, then they're like searching because, because they may be coming from another state or from a very rural area and it's not feasible to commute. Yeah. But the grocery store, kind of what I was saying is I started noticing, well, the grocery stores and the convenience stores, they're all two-story. And oh, so people talking to the people, the second floor on everything, like the banks, the bank buildings, your mechanic shops, everything has a second story. And that's because on the second floor is the dormitory-style housing for the employees. That's way cool that they provide that, though. Mm -hmm. And the world record for paragliding was set on this hillside. Yeah. miles. They're coming in. They're going to come in over here where we're at. Y'all are going to get to see them land. Let's see. Where are they at? Yeah, we're only at 46 minutes. They're getting closer. That's it's crazy. hard for me to see with the sun. With the, can you uh, see this picture? You had uh, sent me this picture. I'm going, to send, I'm going to put it up. I don't know if you can see it on the phone. Okay. Exactly. Where was this taken at? Uh, I don't see the picture yet. Maybe I should step back over here. It's the oh, one there with it the waterfall. Uh, yeah. That is Bond Falls in the UP. Yeah. Oh, okay. On your, beautiful. On your way to Keweenaw, enter That's the... On the way there. Yeah, when you enter the UP through um, Wisconsin, when you cross okay. over into the UP from Wisconsin, Bond Falls is very, very close. And it oh, is okay. one of the most amazing waterfalls I've ever been to. I think now that I now that you mentioned that, I think that's the one. I think Matt got the, a drone picture of this, and whenever he went to Core. Oh, probably. It's a very popular stop. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a lot, a lot of waterfalls up there, and I would have to look back on the photos to remember one of them. There was like a side of uh, that was, uh, major that was road. Two of 
she'll, she'll pass right by on the way to. It was like, I want to say Joshua something. And I actually, because there was like a little trail going back, you know, kind of following it up. So I actually went up the waterfall through this little trail. And then whenever I crest over the top, there was like this hidden, just beautiful, crystal clear, like pool of water that was about four and a half, five foot deep. That was just amazing and refreshing. We have a friend, um, James and Betsy Chase on, they just got back from Yellowstone and the Tetons and they did a river tour there. And he says, our river guide told us the same thing about the service providers um, while, while they were there doing their tour. So that's, that's pretty cool that they provide that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Travis said he wishes it wasn't as far of drive from Texas or he'd go there every year. <laughs> yeah, it is a long drive. We're, we're native Texas or that's where we're from. If they didn't provide housing, they would have nobody to work here. Yeah. 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 Kind of like what I was saying to you pre, I think it was pre, uh, before we went live, there's one bedroom apartment here is like $4,400 a month. Yeah. That's just crazy. It's mm -hmm. there's, there's a house. I don't know if you can really kind of see it, but down in this valley here. Refuge. I see something. I don't know if that's uh, what it is, but yeah. 65.5 million. Oh, wow. 65.5 million dollars. I mean, I have that in my pocket. Sure. I see if they take jokes. <laughs> Just but I do have to ask you, did you make your s'mores dessert on that oven you bought it more? I did. Mm, I know. Yeah, yeah that's she the first time I'd ever use it. I'm actually, I, I've been very, like, skeptical to use it, but I've been following Regina, and she cooks, like, I think, four meals a day, every day. Um, I, I don't know where she puts it, uh, and Brad's really tall and skinny. I don't know what she does with all this food, but she cooks all these amazing meals, and she posts pictures of it all over her Instagram, and she uses that thing a lot and so I was like I've got to figure out a way to do it so I took it with me to camp and I was just like I'm gonna I'm gonna make just this enter work this. yep and I won I was so pumped That's amazing. yes I was like you go girl you rock it I know now they're gonna so at rendezvous they're gonna have another cook competition wow so they're gonna, I'm probably gonna enter it in for all all of the, the Ozarks yeah yeah yes. rendezvous in the Ozarks yep that's the one in October mm-hmm Yep. And, and Justin, you're going to be there, right? Yeah, with his boudin and his jambalaya that he's going to give me. Yeah, we can make That's it right. That's right. <laughs> Troy wants to know, how bad are the bugs that far up north? I hear the mosquitoes and flies get really, really bad. They are terrible. Mosquitoes and fly, biting flies are the most problematic that, that you have. But I have that... Uh, bins. Ben, we, we use bins uh, for... For the spray, and it is amazing. But I also use that. Uh, I didn't bring it with me because I just kind of thermosel. Yeah, the thermosel. Um, the, not the flies can carry you away. The the but when you turn on the thermosel, and the blue light comes on that baby, you got fifteen feet of coverage, and yeah. it just doesn't bother me after that. So, dang. So is that in the UP or is that there in Wyoming? That's, that's, that's here in Wyoming. Okay. Now in the they UP, won't last long. Once the temperatures start hitting about 70 every day, they'll actually move up a little higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Now, if you're asking about the bugs in the UP, I'm not sure if that's what they were asking. Yeah, it says um, up north. I'm not sure if he means in, you know. The, the UP, we did our tour there in the fall. Um, so, like, we spent, like, the month of September. Uh, wait a minute. Let's see. Yeah, September and October. So, half of September, first half of October up there. And, I mean, I didn't... Really, I didn't really have like a major feeling like I'm uncomfortable and can't enjoy myself. I mean, I I didn't really have to even use any kind of bug spray, but it could be contributed to the fact that it was in the fall and the temperatures were definitely getting cooler. We're we're right at 7,500 feet here. I went up another thousand foot and I got attacked. I mean, completely attacked today. Yeah, terrible. And I wouldn't I mean, that's the only thing you have to deal with, you know? <laughs> Get yeah. some spray. I've never heard of the thermosel. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it's it just good. it's just uh it's a it's basically a, 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 a repellent. It has a butane okay. bottle that goes in and this little pad that slides in the front mm. and heats up and puts off the seat. Like oh, wow. Yeah. That's and it's cool. they're totally worth and it. it. Works. But just I make use that at Big Iron this year. I want to say I want to say it's the 550 model or the 350 model. Uh, just make sure it's got a 50 on the end because the first one I got was like a 300 or a 500, mm-hmm. and it didn't have that little spot on the front left that turns blue to let you know when your area it got hot enough to control your area because that one lights and ignites really well. There's actually a battery that goes in it. Whereas the model down from it was very difficult to get it to ignite and stay lit, especially in different elevations. Yeah, Troy was asking if it works in the wind. Does it have yeah. like a wind chill or anything? Yes, it's it's actually inside the unit. So, you, I mean, I can clip it on my belt and carry it uh, around with me. It doesn't get that hot. It's just uh-huh. hot enough for it to actually heat that little pad that you change and once that pad turns all the way white you replace it okay i'm gonna have to check that out for sure mm-hmm. it definitely works yeah it doesn't keep bears away though no <laughs> and, and neither does wall spray no these two ladies show up the other day and i always go and i go around everybody and make sure they have bear spray and she goes well we have this my husband said it would work i said well your husband's going to get you killed and hey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have y'all seen a lot of bears while you've been there? Uh, we've had two so far. Okay. That, that we've seen, anyways. Then uh, mountain lion and her cubs. Yeah, there's oh. a mountain lion den not far from the, the actual camp area. And we've had multiple uh, deer. From, yeah. We did have four big ones in camp, camp too. Yeah, and I've gotten a moose with a baby that was like a week oh. old, and the baby was all. Photogenic, yes. She caught a video yesterday's like National Geographic quality. She caught a fox that was too close to a baby antelope, and the mama antelope chased this fox for three quarters of a mile. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I got it all video. I can't wait to see that. I hope you're gonna post that up. And I got a badger. Badger. It was like five minutes worth of video, and this badger just kept running alongside you know where i was at i was in a car so i felt safe but he kept looking at me like 
why do you keep following me? You know, and mostly badgers will just go under the ground. Normally you don't ever see them because yeah. they're nighttime animals. Yeah. Yeah. Matt always says that um, Regina just said um, that she thinks she may need a thermosail. She's usually a smorgasbord for mosquitoes. I'm usually Matt's bug spray because they all attack me and they won't attack yes. him. I'm the same way. I'm very, yeah. very fair skinned and uh, they will come after me like I am their meal or dessert or treat <laughs> of the year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a huge thing for me to figure out a way to not necessarily always have to have spray because I'm not, I mean, I'll do the spray if I have to, yeah. but I'm I don't like feeling all sticky. A sticky and smelling and then it's all of a sudden it all of a sudden it's like oh i got this taste you know, on my lip and yeah. yeah so tracy wants to know do the bears bother the campers or rummage through any of their belongings I haven't had here um but across the valley over at grand teton national park uh, there was a jogger i think last week he got chased by one about a half a mile and oh, on wow. the side of grand teton they're not allowing no tent camping it's all hard-sided because a bear ripped the tent but if, if ones came any closer to camp, I haven't known it. But last year I saw, I physically saw eight bears last year. And three of them did come to camp. So. And there's bear boxes and everything. That yeah. Sites. You said that they're only allowing hard shell tents where at? The what? You said they were only allowing hard shell tents. On yeah, the, on the back side of the Teton. On the, uh, on the west. Okay. Because a bear ripped the tent. So and it's, 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 I think it ended up scratching a mom and a child. Oh, that was, that was another bear attack. Oh, okay. My bad. That would terrify me. Like if I'm sleeping in the middle of the night, because I, I just know we got our puppy. They had food in their, food in their tent yeah. instead of putting uh, it in the tent. So. I mean, most of the places out here, even the dispersed camping, they'll put the bear box share with another campsite. Yeah. Our, our campground at each site had its own bear box. So then it's just smart, you know, having the right protection, you know, to defend yourself from. Yeah, for sure. Um, our friend James Chason said he has a couple of thermocells. So I'm, I'm excited to see these thermocells. I was still at the campsite. I could show you mine, but kind of like walked out <laughs> here to the lookout. So, what are your plans after? Yes. Yeah, the view is gorgeous. What are your plans after leaving here? When we leave here, we're going to go up to Custer, Montana, where Miss uh, Custer was killed. Then cut across to uh, uh, Darby. I used to live in Darby, Montana. Okay. Uh, I went to school there. I did a little research, kind of find out that's where they filmed Yellowstone at Chief Joseph Ranch. And uh, I lived two miles south of there for several years. Then I was raised in the Nez Perez Indian Reservation over in Idaho. We're going to go there. Then over to where I was born in Lewiston. Uh, and it's a Lewis and Clark trail. It's like 117, 118 miles. I think it's at 27 hours. Okay. Then I had 1,200 uh, miles routed from. Idaho to Arizona. Okay, so you're going to do that trip after you're finished here. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Then she, um, our trip's going to get cut a little bit short because she has a scheduled surgery. 
So we have to be back in time for her surgery. So um, a little bit of the routing I had to take off. Like we were going to go to um, this, uh, what's the forest in California? I forget the name. The Redwoods. Redwoods. Yes. We're go to the Redwoods. Um, but like I said, that's Tahoe. Lake Tahoe, but all that's off of our schedule for, schedule this, year. for this year. So it'll have to be next year. So how long will the surgery put you down, Carol? That I'm not 100% sure on. So um, hopefully not more than four to six weeks, I would hope. Okay. So you'll be able to come to the rendezvous, you think? That'll be before the surgery. I'm, I'm scheduled to go in pre-op, uh, I think it's November 4th. Okay. So I want some jambalaya before I go. <laughs> you'll be down. You'll be done then, maybe before even Christmas. So I know we're gonna have to get just, we're gonna have to get Justin uh, starting into some catering so that he can ship that to us. Uh, general delivery to the post office, please. <laughs> yeah, but you're saying you make the trips to the post office. I can see you being gone for a long time, and you come back, and we'll be like, "Where's the jambalaya?" And you'll be like, "Oh." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, we've really appreciated having you on and just showing us the view. It's gorgeous there. Thank you. We were we were glad to be here with you. Absolutely. I, I really appreciate it. And I, I just really look forward to seeing all of these animal videos on your YouTube channel. If y'all make it this way, be sure and let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any fellow overlander, yeah. if you're coming to Wyoming, it's not cheap to find a place yeah. in and around Jackson Hole. You just it's give us a call. We'll it. we'll share our site with you. That's awesome. And so how do you how do you even look up that site? Is it something that's on like their national park listing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's on the national park. National National, national Forest. Forest. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's Curtis Canyon. Yeah. Curtis mm -hmm. Canyon. And the Bridge of Utah National Forest. <laughs> Because I want to go there. It yeah, looks beautiful. If you can see that mountain right there. Yeah. That's Jackson Peak. It still okay. has snow on it, see? Yeah. <laughs> it's melted quite a bit. but The Tetons has snow on it, too, but it's... Oh, it'll be on there year-round. About the time it starts with snow again, I mean, they're still... They, they don't ever leave. Yeah. Yeah. The high, higher, higher this point, we say snow on This is snow caps. So. All right, so give a quick, give a quick shout out, Carol. I don't know if you can hear me. You're kind of fading in here and there for me. But so your Overlanding Adventures of America on YouTube. And then where can we find you? Facebook, Instagram? We're Facebook. Uh, we're also on Instagram and TikTok. But on our Facebook page, uh, we have a link to our link tree. And that'll get you to all of our individual social media channels. That's awesome. Well, again, YouTube, I, YouTube, we are Overlanding Adventures of America because we hit amazing. that hundred plus. So we got to get a, a subscriber. Awesome. So we got that uh, customized link. That's way cool. I can't wait. I'm ready to see your fox chasing all of the things. I want to see it. Yeah. It'll probably be this week or next week because I just got that video last, yesterday. So. <laughs> got to edit it. I totally understand. Yep. <laughs> But we all have, what'd you say? I said, but it will be coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. Well, y'all have a great night and y'all get to enjoy your dinner and the beautiful view and we'll not have that view.
I know. <laughs> this is already finished. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Croquets. You made what? Salmon croquets. Oh, yeah. Potatoes and filled peas. Mm. <laughs> I love the way y'all camp. We all have a great trip, and it was so good to see y'all. Well, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. All right. Well, y'all have a good time. Yep. Y'all have care. a good night. Bye. All right. Bye, guys.